Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good morning, everyone. It is Saturday, January the 1st, 2022. It is currently 9.27 a.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the empty sanctuary of Victory Baptist Church located right here in Ovalo, Texas. So let me be the first to say, well, probably not the first to say, let me start this podcast episode by saying, Happy New Year. Welcome to 2022. Yes, we made it to 2022. I have no idea what is waiting in front of us. I don't know what, what's in store for us. I have no idea if things are going to be good, if things are going to be bad. It's going to obviously be different for every individual, right? I don't know what's in store for you. I don't know what you're going to face in 2022, but I know this, no matter what we are going to face in 2022, one of the things that we absolutely must hold on to is the word of God. I know what's most important in 2022 is your spiritual life, your spiritual growth. The things of God is what we need to focus on. It's what we must cling to. And so for this very first podcast episode of 2022, I'm going to try to turn your attention to the word of God and try to challenge you, beg you, plead with you to spend a good portion of 2022, not only studying the Bible, not only reading the Bible, not only talking about the Bible, but memorizing scripture. I know it's a very basic thing, but it is something that we all, I can't say we all, there's probably a large number of you, including me, that we sometimes fail to spend any meaningful time actually memorizing scripture. A lot of times it's something we do when we're young in our Christian faith, like a new believer, you'll be a brand new believer and they'll say, well, start memorizing scripture and you'll be like, okay. And maybe you'll get a, like a little scripture memory pack or maybe you'll be using an app, whatever the case may be. And you do so for a little while and then years into your Christian faith, it is something you used to do. It's almost viewed for some people that memorizing the Bible is something you do when you're a brand new Christian. But after you've been a Christian for a while, it's almost like we, we have moved on. We've graduated from that, that stage of our Christian life, but we need to get back to it. We need to get back to memorizing it, talking about it, studying it, all, all of the different things we are to do with God's word. But I'm going to focus in this episode in Bible memory. Now, if you listen to one of the last episodes I did in 2021, which was yesterday, I gave you some tools for your spiritual life in 2022. And one of those tools focused on Bible memory. And that tool is now completely set up. It's ready to be utilized. We will talk about that at the end of this episode, because I'm going to give you a tool that is absolutely free for you, for you to download. You join the Theology Central group and, well, you're going to be given scripture to memorize. And it's going to take you through a, I think it's a three-step, four-step process and basically helping you memorize the scripture. And it's going to be all done right there on your tablet or your phone. And uh, there, there's really no reason you can't look at it every day. So I, I hope that you will stick around and listen to that. But I really want to just motivate you on the importance of God's word in your life, right? I, I cannot stress this enough. 
I've, in 2021, I kept saying, it doesn't matter the year. I'm always saying that there's so much happening in the world around us. There's always so much happening in the world around us to pull our attention away from the things of God and even worse, to almost hijack our thinking so that our thinking is no longer in line with God's word, that we start thinking in ways that's not even consistent with biblical Christianity. I've talked about the political hijacking of Christianity, all all kinds of different things just corrupt our thinking. And the only way to protect ourselves, the only way to get back to it is actually memorizing scripture, meditating on it, studying it, talking about it, and just spending time with it. You need it more than ever. I, 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 I don't... It's one of those things. I don't know how to get Christians in many cases back to really focusing on scripture. They get so preoccupied and distracted by so many things. But I'm just going to go through a number of scriptures here that I think are important in regards to, and I think they're applicable to scripture memory. Let's just start. I have a list here. Let's just start in Colossians chapter three. Let's just start in Colossians chapter three because I, I like, um, I like this I like this phrase that's used in Colossians chapter 3 verse 16. Colossians chapter 3 verse 16. I think I think this will be very beneficial. Colossians 3 verse 16. Colossians 3 verse 16. All right, here we go. Colossians chapter 3 verse 16. Um and we can go over verse 15. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts to the which also you are called in one body and be ye thankful. A lot we could just take apart right there in Colossians 3.15. But I want you to really look at verse 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. How can you let God's word dwell in you? Now, I'm just curious. I haven't, didn't even think about this. Let's, let's do a little, let's do a little work on this. All right. It's going to turn into kind of a, a Bible study exercise. Let's go to, I'm going to pull up the Blue Letter Bible app. I'm going to pull up Colossians chapter three. I'm going to go to verse 16 and I'm going to pull up the interlinear and I'm going to look for the phrase, um, this idea of dwell in you. Here we go. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Here we go. Let's pull this up. Uh, let dwell. It is this Greek word to dwell. This is the Greek word. Strong's G, 1774. And Archeo. And Archeo. And is used six times. And is translated dwell five times, uh, or dwell in one time. Uh, The Strong's definition, to inhabit, figuratively, dwell in. We need to let God's word inhabit us. We need to let God's word, in a sense, move in. In 2022, you may be planning a move, but the one move that needs to take place is God's word needs to move from your Bible from your Bible app to inside of you. You need to get God's word 
from your Bible, from your Bible app, whatever you may use, you need to get it from that electronic device, from the pages of it, and it needs to be inside you. God's word needs to move in. God's word needs to move in. I literally want you to think of like a moving van pulling up and and literally just moving God's word box by box into you. Having God's word in the Bible is one thing. Having God's word in you is a completely different thing. Going to church and listening to God's word being preached from the pulpit is one thing. Having that word that is being preached dwell in you is completely different. Sitting at home listening to Christian podcast after Christian podcast after Christian podcast, sermon after sermon after sermon, great. Having that word that is being preached and talked about on those podcasts dwell in you is something radically different. The outline of of biblical usage, to dwell in or to dwell in one and influence him. It's not just that it moves in, it is to move in and then be the thing that is influencing you the most. What is influencing you the most? What is dwelling inside of you? what's, What's the controlling factor inside of you? Is it God's word? Again, the Greek word is, one more time. Strong's G, 1774. Anarcheo. 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 So Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. The thing that should lead us to, in a sense, singing or praising to be God, the thing that should le- always, this is this just gets into a whole discussion about music in the church. Just make, this is just very important. The thing that should always lead to singing is the word of God that dwells in you richly. It is the word of God in you that should motivate and lead to you singing that which is consistent with the word that dwells in you. So many times there are people who don't have the word of God dwelling in them, and then they want to come to church and have a praise service, but they don't really want the word of God. Right? It's the word of God that should drive the singing. It is the word of God. It, that's that's the, the motivating factor, the driving factor, because it dwells in you. If you look up Thayer's Greek lexicon for enokeo, if, if you look it up, it, it, this is interesting. To dwell in, um, it is to dwell in one, uh, to dwell in one and influence him in a person's soul of the Holy Spirit. So it, it seems to refer to, be, to also can refer to the Holy Spirit dwelling in us, but it is the word of God that we need to move into us. You need a moving van pulling up at your house today, and it's the it's a moving van that's going to be moving in God's word one verse at a time. One verse at a time. Is God's word dwelling in you? Now, something just to consider. This is just something I think that we should we we should think about, all right? Because I think it's important. In Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 18, it uh, speaks of fix these words of mine, speaking of God's word, in your hearts 
and minds, tie them as a symbol on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Now, Orthodox Jews wear little black leather boxes on their arms and foreheads. These contain little scrolls of parchment with verses written on them. These are meant to serve as a reminder of all that God did when he delivered the Israelites out of Egypt. Well, we don't have to wear a box, but guess what? We are to still fix God's word in our minds and in our hearts. We need God's word dwelling inside of us, inhabiting us, moving in. So I just really want you to think about how much of you is filled with the word of God. It's inhabiting you. It's dwelling in you. It's influencing you. Now, this is very important because sometimes scripture memory can just become a a meaningless exercise in futility in the sense that you memorize it, but you're not letting it really, it's not just memorize it so you can grab onto it for a second so that you can recite it so that you can look smart. No, 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 no. It's to grab onto it and let it in a sense dwell in you going from room to room to room. It's going through all, it's, it's influencing you. It's just not there to memorize so that you can recite it so that you look smart or that you finish an assignment. It's to move in. It's to walk around. It's to go from room to room to room to room to room. Influencing the way you think. Influencing how you see the world. Influencing you. So that, in a sense, uh, Colossians 3.16, so that that is dwelling in you richly in all wisdom. It's, It's changing the way you think. Teaching and admonishing. That God's word should, should, should so dwell in you and influence you that it, that it gives you biblical wisdom so that you can therefore teach and admonish other people. And not only that, that word is teaching and admonishing you. Always remember the word of God needs to first dwell in you and it must first teach and admonish you. Whenever you look at scripture, let it first teach and admonish you before you want to grab it and teach and admonish anybody else. We need God's word dwelling inside of us in 2022. We need, we need a move to take place in 2022. I cannot, I just, I cannot stress it enough. Here, here's another one. Go to Psalm 119, 105. Psalm 119, 105. That Colossians one is really good. That, that, that Colossians one, there's so much we could do with that. Psalm 119, 105. Psalm 119, 105. Psalm 119:105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Now, we have a Bible, right? I just want you to think about this. We have a Bible and we'll pick up that Bible at times. But I think for the Bible to really be a lamp and a light, we need it so inside of us that the lamp and the light is always on. Like we want the lamp and the light is like, okay, think of it this way. Think of it this way. Maybe this will make sense. You've probably been in your house at night when the power goes out, all right? The power goes out. You can't see anything. You can't see anything. 
Maybe you have your phone next to you and you can, you can, you know, uh, make the phone light up and you can try to, try to see. Or maybe you have to start stumbling around in the dark and you're looking for that flashlight. You're trying, where is the flashlight? Does anybody know where the flashlight is? I don't know. I can't see anything. And you're walking. Maybe you're, you're tripping over things and, and it's, it's, it's confusing. And it's temporarily irritating because you don't know where you're going and what you're doing. And then finally, when you get to the flashlight, you're like, okay, good. Now, now I can see. Well, a lot of times, Christians, that's almost the way we act, right? When all of a sudden we find ourselves in the dark, when we find ourselves in crisis, when we find ourselves in a difficult situation, we stumble around. We may ultimately grab our Bible and open it up and go, see, it's a lamp and a light. Thank goodness. But wouldn't it be better? that that lamp and light is inside of you. So when the darkness hits, you don't have to go try to find your Bible and look up something. It's so inside of you that the lamp and the light is always on. Don't you want the lamp and the light always on? Always available? Again, Psalm 119, 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I don't want to have to go find the lamp. I don't want to have to go find the light. I don't want to have to go open it up and try to figure out where the lamp and the light is. I want it to be on 24 hours a day, seven days a week, that no matter what happens, no matter what difficulties, no matter what darkness comes flooding over the culture and into my life, whether it's difficulty, whether it's tragedy, whether it's tribulation, no matter, no matter what happens, the lamp and the light is always on. And that, I think, is very important. I, th- I think it's, it's very important. Um, here's, here's another one that kind of carries this idea. Look at Psalm 119, verse 97. Psalm 119, verse 97. Psalm 119, verse 97. Oh, how I love Thy law, it is my meditation all the day. Now we need to let God's word dwell in us. We need it to dwell in us because we need it to be a lamp and a light. But we, listen, one of the reasons we should memorize scripture is because we love it and we want to memor- We want to meditate on it all day. Your love for God's word should be, should naturally lead you to memorization. If you love it, you want to memorize it so that you can meditate on it. If you love it, you'll memorize it so that you can meditate on it. You can't meditate on something you don't know. Christian meditation is not, I empty my mind and think of nothing. Christian meditation is that I am meditating and thinking about that which is specifically something which is God's word. Your love for it should want you, should lead you to memorize it because you want to be able to think about it all day. All day you are meditating on God's word. You're chewing it over all day. And the easiest way is to have that scripture that you're memorizing. You're memorizing it. So you don't have to like pull out your Bible. You don't, you, you don't, you don't need it. You can be doing whatever task you're doing, whether it's you're, you're washing the clothes, you're folding the clothes, you're doing the dishes, you're mopping the floor, you're, you're at work, where you're driving the car, wherever you are, you've got the scripture right there. And you can turn everything off. This is the way, this is how 
Remember, we talk about God's word dwelling in you richly. Think about it this way. God's word should dwell in you so richly. You, you love it so much that you have it so memorized that this could happen at any moment in time. Everything could be turned off. Your phone could be turned off, the television, music. You're, you're completely by yourself. Like, like everyone is gone. And no matter what, what, where you are, the God's word is so dwelling in you. You've memorized it because you love it and you've been meditating on it that the very, as soon as there is silence, your mind immediately is filled with God's word. I, I mean, I really, I, I think this, now, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying this in a legalistic way. I don't want this to become like, you know, if you don't do this, you're not saved. I just want you to really do this. Find a situation, turn everything off, everything, every distraction, no phone, nothing. Don't look at anything. Just sit in a room and a chair. There's absolutely nothing going on around you. And then just stop, just stop and see what your mind immediately turns to. Does it turn to your past regrets? Does it turn to frustrations with your spouse? Does it turn to frustrations with your children? Frustrations at work? What does your mind immediately go to? If you love God's word, you'll memorize it so that you can meditate on it all day. What should happen? This is what, what it, God's word is so inside of me. It's that lamp. It's that light that when everything else is turned off, Everything else is turned. Just think of turning off all those other distractions. Think of it as almost like turning off all the lights. But immediately what? Oh, there's God's word. So immediately, boom, everything is turned off. And my mind immediately goes to whatever scripture you're memorizing. Whatever scripture it is. Whatever scripture that you've spent your time memorizing. Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day. The only way to know if it's your meditation all the day is I'm, I really want you to do this. Turn everything off and just see where your mind goes. Where does your mind go to? What is your mind just, just, it's default. What does it run? I mean, you know, I mean, I cannot speak for you, but it would be very interesting that if we got in, if we, if we got like 10 people in a room and I said, okay, turn, turn off your phones, turn, just forget everything. Just forget everything, right? And now just, we're going to sit here in silence for like, five minutes. And we just sit there in silence for five minutes. And then after that five minutes say, now, honestly, tell me, what did your mind immediately run to? What, what, what immediately did your mind start thinking about? Now, some people would be embarrassed what it is. Some people would be like, past, for me, it's always, it's always every, for me, the minute everything goes silent, silent for me, it's just, I'm, Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing. But immediately it goes to every mistake I've ever made. That's what my mind immediately goes to. Every mistake. Every mistake. I can be in the shower. Boom. My mind goes to. I think every time I take a shower, it, it rehearses every mistake and every sin I think I've ever committed in my entire life. Right. Sometimes when I'm driving the car, if I don't, if I don't, if I turn off, you know, uh, I'm not listening to Christian radio. I'm turning off podcasts, just driving in silence. My mind will go boom. Remember when you made that mistake? 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 It, it just immediately, it goes to that. Now, what it should go to, and I'm not saying that there isn't a time, uh, there, there's, there's always benefits of remembering your past mistakes because hopefully it keeps you presently humble. So I'm not saying there's, no, there's never a good thing about that, but sometimes it can become 
it can be detrimental to your spiritual life. But what should happen is when everything gets silent, it's like, boom, scripture. That's the scripture I'm memorizing this week. That's the script. And just immediately you start thinking about that scripture. And see, Micah chapter five. Okay, that's Micah chapter five, verse two. All right, that's, that's the scripture I'm working on this week. Boom, that's, that's the one. That's the, that's the one I'm studying. It should just like, because that's, that's our Bible study exercise this week is Micah chapter five. If you, if you haven't been listening, but you can, you can go back and listen to that. But the point is that's what it should go to. We are, we are told to meditate on God's word day and night. The only way to know if you're truly doing that is I'm I'm just, I just challenge you, right? You can hit pause right now on this podcast. Just hit pause. Right? Go find a, a, an empty room in your house where there's no one around. Right? Turn everything off and just let your mind go. Just let your mind. Where does it go? Where does it go? I will argue where it goes. That is the thing richly dwelling in you. That is your lamp. That is your light. That even may be in a roundabout way. At least it, it, it demonstrates a, a, a preeminence in your life. Can we, can we in 2022 get to a situation that no matter what's going on and when everything gets silent, our minds are filled with God's word. Can you imagine how that could be radically transforming to you and to me? And let me make it very clear. I am not coming at this like I've got this all figured out. I struggle with this just as much as everyone. Again, when I was a young Christian, memorize, 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 memorize. And then it's almost like, well, now I'm above that. But I'm not above that. And neither are you. Let's just go back to that Psalm 119.97. Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day. That through thy commandments has made me wiser than mine enemies, for they are ever with me. They are ever with me. God's word is so much constantly with you that you become wiser than your enemies. Now, there was a time, there was a time that when I was a young Christian, I was like, okay, I'm going to know scripture so good that whenever anyone is opposed to me, I can beat them in a debate. I can beat them in a debate. That's how I viewed this. I'm going to be wiser than my enemies. You step to me, boom, 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 boom. I just quoted 10 scriptures. I'm smarter than you. That's the way I viewed it almost like how to prepare myself for battle. Now I think I see it more as, no, I'm just wiser than my enemies in the sense that I have biblical wisdom. Not that I'm necessarily smarter, smarter, but biblical wisdom may say, you know what? Uh, instead of arguing with this person, I think there's more going on here. Maybe I see past their argument and I see that I, I, I remind myself this is a person creating the image of God. And I remember I'm supposed to love my enemy. In other words, that wisdom is more than just beating them in an argument, right? That there's, there's more to that. But please note, the scriptures, they're ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers for thy testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients because I keep thy precepts. I have refrained my feet from e every evil way that I might keep thy word. I have not departed from thy judgments, for thou hast taught me how sweet are thy words unto my taste, yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through thy precepts I get understanding, therefore I hate every false way. The concepts here are all that God's word is so with the psalmist. They, they dwell in him richly. 
They are your light. We are to hold on to them. We are to, they are to be our meditation. Oh, there, there's, there's so much more we, we could say here. We could, we could go on and on and on. Here's, here's another one. Psalm 119, 9 through 11. Psalm 119, 9 through 11. Psalm 119, 9 through 11. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from, from, my, from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. God's word needs to indwell us richly. It needs to dwell inside of us richly, but we need to hide it deep in our heart. God's word needs to be so in our heart that anytime our heart desires sin, it is immediately confronted with God's word. Think of it this way. God's word is to be your chaperone. Right, you know, a lot of times, and especially during the purity culture, when there was a, a big uh, focus on this, is you know, where if you're going to go out on a date, you need a chaperone. If you can't be alone, you got you need a chaperone. You need a chaperone. And I'm not, I'm not talking, I'm not in any way di- diminishing the importance of of possible accountability, whatever you need to do to help you spiritually. Okay, but what I'm saying is that sometimes the chaperone is not around. Sometimes the issue is not what you're doing with your date. Friday at 10 p.m. because you don't have a chaperone. A lot of times the issue is what you're doing at midnight on or now Saturday morning when, well, the date went home and your chaperone went home and you're by yourself. Sometimes it's not the issue. I need a chaperone when I'm around this person or this person. We need a chaperone when we're by ourselves in private and nobody can see us. And that chaperone is God's word. If it dwells in your heart because your heart desires your heart is wicked your heart is deceitful when your heart wants what it wants desires what it wants goes after something it needs something to meet it right there at the very beginning and that's god's word if god's word is there in your heart then your heart is met immediately with a chaperone going hey what are you doing wait 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 no 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 don't do that don't do that don't do that remember god's word no no don't no, don't do that. No, don't feel that way. No, don't desire that. But God's word's got to, got to be hid there in the heart. If not, I mean, to me, the, the biggest issue is not sometimes we, 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 we put all kinds of restrictions and protections in so many areas. And I'm not saying that there's anything bad about that. But usually sometimes everything goes wrong when there's no one around and you're by yourself. And there isn't any accountability. Well, well, that's why you need God's word hid in your heart. But it's got to be hid there. Make it. This is very simple. God's word sitting on your bookshelf. God's word sitting on your nightstand. God's word sitting in the backseat of your car is of no value at that point. It's got to be hid in your heart. So that when your heart starts going that direction, God's word is like, no, 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 no. And you can't get away from the no because it's inside of you. You can't get away from no, that's wrong, that's wrong because it's inside of you. 
being inside the pages of the Bible, it's great that it's there and you can open it up and read it and look at it. It's got to be hid inside of you. I, I think that's very, I think that's very important. All right. Um, let's see what, uh, well, um, Let's go to Matthew twenty two twenty nine. Matthew twenty two twenty nine. I what's funny is the scriptures I'm giving you are not even the scriptures I, I hear in my journal. Here in my journal, I have completely different scriptures written down. Completely different ones. Okay, I don't know why I'm going with these scriptures, but these scriptures seem to be going in a better direction than the ones I have written down. So I'm just like literally impromptu changing this as we are talking, but that's okay. I'm just kind of going with the. The, the scriptures that are, that I think, I, I don't know. I just think these work in some ways. Uh, Matthew, I think it's 22, 29. I could be wrong. Uh, Matthew 22, no, nope, Matthew 22, 29. Jesus answered and said unto them, he's, he's dealing with the, the Sadducees, I believe. Yes, the Sadducees would say that there is no resurrection. Yeah, the Sadducees have come up. They've asked this question, trying to show you, basically trying to demonstrate how foolish the concept of resurrection is. And then Jesus answered and said unto them, Matthew 22, 29, you do err, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. Knowing the scriptures, having them dwelling in you. We already know we should hide them in our heart. We have to hide them in our minds, right? We have to, in our our minds, like all of us as Christians, I have to hide it in my mind, singular, like I need to focus on my mind first. If God's word is so ingrained in my mind, right? It's the, I remember I already said it's the first thing I think about when everything else is turned off. If the, if God's word is so dwelling in my mind that way, then I, I can be protected from error because as soon as I hear error, as soon as I hear false teaching, as soon as I hear false doctrine, I've got the scripture right there. I have the scripture right there. We need to memorize God's word in 2022. We needed to do it in 2021. We needed to do it in 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017, 1962, 1950, 1900s, 18. You get the idea. As long as God's word's been available to us, we've needed to memorize it. As long as we have been alive, as as long as we've been Christians, we've needed to memorize it. The church should have never kind of backed away from it. I know it seems like an antiquated idea for some churches. It's like, let's memorize scripture. And it's like, well, that's kind of what they used to do back in the olden days. I've got it right here on my phone. I don't need to memorize it. It didn't say hide God's word in the palm of your hand and a mobile device. It's get God's word to dwell in you, not to dwell in your iPhone, not to dwell in your Android, but to dwell inside of you. It has to be inside. I'm taking my phone and pounding my chest with it. I need, it's like, okay, here's got, here's the phone. I got to shove it inside of me. All right. It's got to dwell in me, but it, it, it should be not such an unpleasant um, experience. It should just like moving in. I like why I like using that illustration. It's moving. There's the moving van. Now, one verse at a time, one verse at a time, one verse at a time to dwell in you. And then I think this is a very important one. If we need, we need this maybe more than ever. And I know this doesn't specifically mention 
God's word, but I just, I don't think there's any other way to understand this. Romans chapter 12, verse two. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The only way for your mind to be renewed is it's gotta be renewed by God's word. And then we won't be conformed to this world. We need a renewed, we need people with renewed minds, minds that are so filled with God's word. That's the first thing they think about. That's the last thing they think about. And when everything else is, when all other stimuli is turned off, it's God's word that so fills their minds that that's what they immediately think about. Anytime they think, it's God's word. Anytime they think, it's God's word. It's God's word is right there. It, it governs, it controls, it dwells. It's your lamp, it's your light. It's your meditation. It's your protection. We need God's word. Now, I know I could have organized that a little bit better, but I kind of went, I went rogue <laughs> there and didn't follow my notes and just started going through other scriptures because I, I think, uh, I, I, I think that there's so many scriptures that just can be, can be relevant to this subject. And I just wanted to give you ones that I just immediately started coming to my mind and, and going with. And hopefully you'll find some of those to be beneficial now. So I want I could do a little bit more preaching there, but now it's simply to inform you and say, here is the tool that is yours in 2022. It's absolutely free. Here's what I want you to do, all right? Yesterday, we talked about this. Things were not working correctly, but today they are. I want you to go to your app store of choice. In fact, I'm gonna go to the Apple app store just to make sure that this works out fine. Just type in Bible, Space Memory, the Bible Memory app, the Bible Memory app, it's right here, okay? Uh, Here's the description. Memorize your favorite Bible verses in seconds. Discover the new way to memorize Bible verses in just three easy steps. Try it now. The Bible Memory app is the only complete, all-inclusive Bible memory system that equips you to easily memorize, organize, and review verses on your own. Customizable review schedule. You can even memorize and review verses while reading your Bible all in one app. The Bible Memory app is the only Bible memory system you can access all across mobile devices and online at BibleMemory.com. Your progress stays in sync between all of your devices so you can memorize anytime, anywhere, even without the internet. Um, Memorize Bible uh, verses fast by actively engaging in three separate cognitive areas. It's the idea of touch, visual, and auditory memory. And they go through their, their entire system, all right? Now, there's, there are features you can get if you, if you do their pro, uh, if you do the upgrade, but you don't have to do the upgrade, just the free, the free level should be sufficient enough for you to uh, memorize scripture, but download the Bible memory app. Once you download it, once you download the Bible memory app, right, then go to where it says groups, hit see all, and then simply type in theology, Oh, there we are, Theology Central, and then you'll see uh, messages, invite members, and you'll see something that says, add verses to memorize. 
Theology Central Verses. You tap on that, and there is our verse for this new week. Micah chapter 5, verse 2. But thou, Bethlehem, Ephratah, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall come forth unto me, that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from of old, from everlasting. Micah chapter 5, verse 2. Now, if I go to my verses and I click on it and I go to Micah chapter 5, verse 2, well, I'm on step two right now, all right? I'm on step two and, uh, okay, well, what I'm supposed to do right now is I'm supposed to type it out. I'm just supposed to type it out. So, oh, I'm just, what I'm to do now is to type the first letter of each word. So B for but, T for thou, B for Bethlehem, E for Ephrata, T for uh, though, T for thou, B for B, L for little, A among, T for thee, T for thousands, O for of, J for Judah, Y for yet, O for out, O for of, T for thee, S for shell, he, C for come, fourth, for, or F for fourth, U for unto, M for me, T for that, I for is, two for two, B for B, ruler, I need an R for ruler, I for N, I for Israel, W for whose, G for goings, F for fourth, H for have, B for Ben, F from, O for of, O for old, from, F for from, for from, E for everlasting, and then M for Micah, and then five for five, and two for two, and boom! Great job, 100% accuracy. Now that you're familiar with the verse, try to memorize it, okay? Then I hit the little arrow, and I go to the next step. Now, the next step, there's all kinds of missing words, all right? And now I have to try to type in the missing words, right? So that, that's the next step. Then there's a third step, right? So it's three-step process. It's, it's easy to use. And anywhere, anytime you're anywhere, like you can be, you could be sitting in a waiting area. You could just be wherever you're at. You can just grab your phone, open up the app, and boom, there's your scriptures. You can start with the three-step process. You can go back and review the scriptures. Review. And remember, the key is not to memorize so that you can say, I memorized it. Look, look at everyone. Listen, everyone gather around. I will recite the verses I have memorized. No, it's about allow, it's a, it's a process of moving those verses inside of you so that they could dwell in you. They can be your lamp and your light and that you can meditate on them. And then when every other thing is turned off, the first thing that's filling your mind is God's words so that you can be transformed by it. It's not just to meet a requirement. That's no, when it becomes a requirement, when it becomes something like that, when it becomes a, a means to winning, a, you know, a, an Awana medal, that's, that's when it just becomes something. It's when it stops being what it should be. It's not a competition. It's not a means to winning an award or a medal. It's not a means to look smart to everyone in your church. It's, it's a means of moving God's word inside of you. That's where it's supposed to dwell. But it's a three-step process 
Again, the first step, you're just writing the first letter of every word in the verse. That's just to familiarize yourself with it, right? So, so you're, t- you're seeing it, you're, you're doing something, right? Then I can come right here and now you start, uh, you start t- typing out all the words that are missing. And, um, yeah, and then, you ju- and then you go to the third step and, well, the, there you have it. You, you, you can look at it for yourself, the Bible memory app. Once you download it, go to group, type in see all, Theology Central, join the Theology Central Bible memory group. And then that will, what that will allow you to do is whenever we add a verse or I add a verse, I should say, I'm the one who maintains it, controls it. You'll get the notification that there's a new verse that Theology Central wants you to memorize. And what we're going to try to do is one verse per week. That's what we're going to try to do. Um, what we're going to do is it will be connected to our Bible study exercise, which is a podcast series that, well, you hear right here on Theology Central, where we take a passage of scripture and spend all week studying it. There is a Bible study curriculum that goes along with that, which is absolutely free to you as well. If you would like the curriculum, just email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. And then, so the Bible study, the Bible study curriculum, is going to give rise to the Bible verse that you're to memorize, and the Bible memory app will be there to help you memorize it and give you a system where you can see your, you can keep track of your process, progress. You can, you can go through the process and hopefully it will really allow that, that scripture to enter inside of you so that hopefully at the end of 2022, you're going to like, man, I memorized. I memorized some scripture this year. And not only did I memorize it, it's now inside of me. It's inside of me. And I can't forget it. And whenever when everything else goes silent, it's God's word that I'm thinking about. That's what we need. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen in 2022. I don't know what's in store for you. I don't know what's in store for me. I can almost guarantee that there's going to be some pain, some difficulty, some darkness, some tragedy, some confusion. I think the church in many cases is going to get worse and worse and worse in 2022. And it may become more frustrating and more frustrating even to be in church or find a church. But no matter what's happening in in the world of Christianity, no matter what's happening in the world, we need God's word. And memorizing it is a very critical step in your spiritual life. Let's make it a priority. Download the Bible memory app. Join the Theology Central Bible memory group. I'll give you the verses to memorize. It'll be a part of the Bible study exercises that we're doing. They'll be talked about right here and on the Theology Central podcast. It's going to be so much to reinforce. That's that's really what I, it's going to be. All of this works together to be comprehensive, right? We're studying the passage. That that means you're, it's more than just, you know, just memory just to memorize. It's, it's going to be study with memorization, right? We're going to study it. We're going to memorize it. We're going to talk about it on the in the Discord group, right? We're going to discuss it. So there's going to be discussion about the verse. There's going to be memorization of the verse. There's going to be study, not just of the verse, of the passage where the verse is found so that we have context, so we have right understanding of it. You're going to get, you're going to get study. You're going to get memorization. You're going to get discussion. The Theology Central podcast is here to give you pretty much anything and everything you need right there to help you grow spiritually and to give you that spiritual foundation that when the storms come in 2022, we have that rock to stand on. We have God's word. And if we don't, well, then everything comes crumbling down.
right? You can email me your thoughts. If you have any questions, if you're confused by anything, let me know. I, I apologize that I was going through the verse doing, doing each step, you know, a B, going through each step. B for but, T for thou, B for Bethlehem, E for Ephrata, T for though, T for thou, B for B. I'm sorry that I went through that, but once I, once the app opened and I'm like, oh, they want me to start that that step. I just I I couldn't I couldn't stop myself. I had to do the step live on the air. But I wanted you to kind of I want you to see what it's like. That 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 the reason you the app is just not there to give you the verse. The app is there to give you a process to help you mem- memorize it. And by going through the process, I, th- I think it will be beneficial. All right? Let me know what you think. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. I'm now, now going to take my journal that I did not use, <laughs> okay? All those scriptures I wrote down on Bible memory, I, I, yeah. But I, I think what we did was very beneficial. All right, thanks for listening. Have a wonderful 2022. I know it's only the first day. I probably, you know what? You, you can't have a wonderful first day of 2022 because we don't know what tomorrow holds. So, you know, and we can't worry about tomorrow. We can't change yesterday. We can't worry about tomorrow, right? I can't change all of the mistakes I've made in the past. Oh, I wish I could. I wish I could, but I can't. I, I, I'm haunted by them. Wish I could make them all go away, but they, I can't. I can't fix, I can't, I don't even know what t- tomorrow's gonna hold. I have no idea, but I know what? I'm alive today and I know what I can do today. I can memorize God's word, focus on the kingdom of God, focus on trying to minister to as many people as possible, and living out my Christian life to the best of my ability today. That's what I know I can do. I can't fix yesterday, and I definitely don't know what's coming tomorrow, but I'm alive today. So whatever is going on in your life on this January the 1st, 2022, go ahead today, right now, today. Download the Bible Memory app, and let's start today, the first day of the year, moving in God's word. If someone asks you today, what are you doing? Just say, I'm moving. And I'm like, what are you moving? Say, where are you moving to? No, 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 no. I, you know, I'm not moving somewhere. I'm moving something in. Someone's moving in. Something is moving in. What's moving in? God's word is starting to move in today. I'm bringing in the first box right now. And it happens to be Micah chapter five, verse two. Because I need it to dwell in me. Because in 2021, it dwelled outside of me. I need it to dwell in me. And that's what I need. Maybe I wouldn't have made, maybe that would have been greatly beneficial in my spiritual life. But I think too many times, even when I memorize scripture, I memorized it to know it so that I could use it, not that it can move in and dwell in me to influence me. I think sometimes I had the wrong motivation. I just wanted to know more than other people. I just wanted to know more than other people. I've always made it a goal that I'm going to know more than every Christian, every Sunday school teacher. I'm going to try to know more than every pastor. I'm going to try to know more than everyone. I was like, no, when it comes to Christianity, I'm going to know more than everyone. Yeah, well, that only, that, that's not, yeah, that didn't always help me spiritually. Now I need to let it move in. I need it to know me. I need to know it so that it can know me, so that it can transform me. I'm getting, I'm going to, I'm going to continue to preach. I'm going to stop right now. All right. Let me know what you think. Just any, any thoughts. Just let me know. Newsif at yahoo.com. Have a wonderful first day of 2022. Let's move in God's word into you and into me. Thanks for listening.